You're a visionary and you know all is possible in the Web3 space. I welcome you to Freedom with NFTs. I'm Lauren Turton, and in each episode of Freedom with NFTs, I interview NFT enthusiasts who share their tools, tips, and tricks so you can dive even deeper into creating your version of freedom with NFTs and Web3 technology. New episodes drop every Tuesday and Thursday, so hit subscribe so you can stay dialed in to Freedom with NFTs. Dr. P. Spuche is a doctor by trade and spoken word artist at heart who has made waves in the Web3 space. And I'm so thrilled to have Doc Peace on Freedom with NFTs. Welcome, Doc Peace. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to get into our interview today. As most of the people know who listen to Freedom with NFTs, Doc Peace and I are very close we're very good friends, and we've known each other for many, many years. So she has a very special place in my heart, and I know this interview is going to be absolutely ecstatic. So let's dive right in. Tell us about what you did before you entered the Web3 space. Yeah, so before I answer that question, I do want to hone in on the fact that you have been a significant part of my life and my journey in the space. So I want to thank you for that. and. To answer your question, where was I before I entered in the Web3 space? So many people don't know this, but I am actually a doctor by trade. I'm a doctor of pharmacy. So I went to UCSD, University of California, San Diego for nine years, graduated three times with a bachelor's of science in biology, and then went on again to continue with my doctorate. Uh, obtaining a doctorate of pharmacy. And then I even went on even further to obtain a residency certification with a teaching certification as well. So three-time graduate of UCSD, I was working as a pharmacist full-time for half a decade or so, more so in the managed care setting. And I was beginning to realize that perhaps I may have be in the wrong industry. And at this time, I started really having a calling for spoken word. And I had started to write and perform spoken word at open mic settings. And I would do this at night. So I was a pharmacist during the day and a spoken word artist at night. And I felt this really like strong calling to continue doing this and continue flowing. And I wanted to take it outside of the open mic setting. I had this really intense calling. I was like a voice in my head that says, this is so good. This is too good to be here in only this setting. I want to expand this powerful modality of speaking to multiple settings because it speaks to the heart of so many people. Like I wanted to get it out even further. And this goes for all the spoken word artists that I heard speak and I heard share their story and their message. And I had this calling to do it for myself so that I could be an inspiration for others who are, who are looking for someone as a, an example or looking for an inspiration on how they could start expressing in other settings. And so that's exactly what I did. I started a speaking business and I was doing this again on the side of being a pharmacist. And this was my day job, pharmacist, night job, spoken word, trying to figure out 
how I'm going to make a living out of this, <laughs> this passion. And I began with a speaking brand in which I started off with pitching as many people as I could, about 50 people on this spreadsheet I had listed out, and three people responded to my pitch. And my pitch was simply saying, this is who I am. I'm a doctor by trade. I'm a spoken word artist at heart. And I would love to ignite your vent with spoken word. Three people responded. And of course, I followed up and I ended up speaking on their platform. And it was great knowing that it was received, not very well received, but it, it was received. And so I went through these different stages in which I went from like cold pitching and then I went to the next stage where people were reaching out to me. And then I went to the next stage where not only were people reaching out to me, but they were paying me. So I proceeded through all these stages. And finally, I was like, OK, this is something. And along the same time, I ended up being let go from my job. Not because I was so focused on spoken word, but because my, my job was doing this large scale layoff and I was, my position was affected. And I saw it as a blessing because it allowed me to fully dive into turning my passion more into my business and really building something out of this gift. And so I went all in into creating this, this business that I had started. And it was taking off, but then COVID happened and everything shut down. So events weren't happening anymore. The, the steady inflow of opportunities that I had to speak and ignite corporate events, schools, you name it, has been taken away. And now I was doing more virtual engagements, more flowing and speaking virtually, but it wasn't as consistent. And so I started to think to myself, I was able to create a relatively solid business with my gifts, my skill sets, and my talents. And I'm realizing that many people are trying to figure out how to transition to create their own online-based business. I have not only created a business, but I've also been able to shift that business online. So I decided that I was going to support other service providers, other pharmacists who are looking to realign, other nurses, other people that I had engaged with in my previous life. And I was going to connect with them to help guide them into pivoting as well, because so many people are so disheartened by their current state and they're wondering how to pivot. And so I started working with other service providers and guiding them and pivoting and creating their own online-based business. And I found much success in that. But then there was one day last year, I believe, August 2021, Lauren Turton came up to me and she said, do you trust me? And at that time, I was crushing it in the business world. And I recall pausing for a moment and saying, well, yes, I do trust you. We had worked together for six months with you as my coach, my business coach at one point. And so, of course, we had built this relationship, this business relationship, this friendship relationship. So I trusted you fully. And so I recall saying, of course, I trusted you. I trust you. And then that's when you share with me about NFTs. And that is when I decided to look into this a little bit more. Gary Vaynerchuk was doing his pre-sell of his book with every 12 dozen books that you purchased, you would receive a book token. And so I purchased two dozen of them, two dozen books from Gary Vaynerchuk. 
And when I made that decision, when I made that investment, I said, okay, it's done. I've made this monetary investment. Let's, let me take a moment to look into and research exactly what I invested in. And that's when I started diving deeper into NFTs, listening to podcasts and going to the school of YouTube and really taking the, the time to dial in on what NFTs were, jumping into Twitter spaces and really connecting with this community this new community that I inadvertently joined (laughs) when I purchased those two dozen books. And when you were on this journey of finding out about NFTs, connecting with the community, learning new information, at what point did you say, I'm going all in? So when I was really diving in on the Twitter spaces and really doing this like 50 hours of research, which is what Gary Vaynerchuk recommends, There was a point I realized that there were so many incredible individuals in the space that were, I like to call it shining their light, and they were really honing in on their creative expression. They were really crushing it by giving themselves permission to creatively express, and it was very well received. And for me, growing up in a Nigerian household, where creative expression is acknowledged, but not necessarily appreciated, this really spoke to me. Because when I was 12 years old, I wrote a book called The Midnight Show. It was very inspiring about how all of nature lights up and how the world takes notice. All the trees, the, all of nature the sky lights up and all of nature stops to take notice. And it had Van Gogh-inspired art. It was very inspiring and it rhymed. And I recall I wrote this when I was 12 as one of my school projects. And it even won an award. And looking back, it was akin to how when you start to shine your light, the world will take notice. And I recall being very proud of this book, but when I took it home, It was like a pat on the back, like, great job, but you can't make money as an artist. Like, that's not an option because the only three, the only three careers that were supported in my household were becoming a lawyer, a doctor, or an engineer. And so when I discovered NFTs and realized that people were actually successfully, consistently monetizing in this space from their creative expression, this really spoke to me. And I said, yes, like, I want to lean into this more. I want to learn more about how I can achieve this form of creative expression and tap into a community that actually acknowledges and appreciates the value, the gifts that I have to offer. You've been in the Web3 space for almost a year now. So tell us about what you have accomplished and achieved during this short amount of time. When I decided to pivot, I went hard and I went all in. And that is something about me that I've done since I was a child. And so... It didn't come as a surprise that I went all in into NFTs. And I believe the very first conference that I went to, the Web3 conference that I went to was in November. 
So it didn't take long for me to jump right on in and show up. So I gave myself some time to do some research, build my community, connect, and to learn as much as I could. And then in November, I showed up at NFT NYC 2021. We had, when I say we, I'm talking about you and I, Lauren. We had tickets to a satellite event where Gary Vaynerchuk was speaking. And I had also obtained media passes to attend NFT NYC because back then I had a radio show. And I was able to leverage that to attend NFT NYC for free. And so it was a win-win. I was able to attend my very first Web3 conference. It was free. We had additional tickets to see Gary Vee speak for the second time at this point. And I recall arriving at this event and with your background in event management, you were able to pinpoint the event coordinator and you bring her over and we both pitch her at the same time, just like super excited that I need to flow this new spoken word flow that I created called Freedom with NFTs because everyone in the space needed to hear this particular flow. And in about a minute of our just excited pitch, she agreed and said, yeah, you're right. Let's get you on. And you will end her, our talk here with Gary Vaynerchuk. And uh, yeah, we love to have you. And so I said, okay, well then. That worked out a little bit better than I thought it was going to. <laughs> so now I have to prep for this. And I remember telling myself, okay, this is a huge opportunity. There's hundreds of people here. Gary Vaynerchuk is on the stage and I'm going to be closing out this event. And I started kind of in a moment, like a frenzy kind of like in my mind. And I had to calm myself down and say, I prepared for this. This is the moment that I prepared for. In fact, on the plane ride over from San Diego, California to New York, I memorized this new flow. And I told myself on the plane ride, I can't sleep. I got to make sure this flow is memorized. I got to make sure that I'm ready for an opportunity if it presents itself for me to flow this live. And so I told myself in this moment that I was like, I prepared for this. I'm ready for it. And so that was the very first moment in which I had the opportunity to share my value with the space. And it was incredible because I found that it was very well received. So I, I took the mic, I flowed Freedom with NFTs, spoken word flow. Gary Vaynerchuk jumped up, gave me this big hug and a kiss on the cheek and said these words in my ear that I still can't recall, but I know that it will come up in a dream one day. All the excitement that was happening in the space. And then I also recall Ja Rule rushing up and sharing how much he enjoyed the spoken word flow. And I share this with you because this was the moment that I realized that I had found my place. I've flown on so many stages and I've received a lot of support and acknowledgement for this gift, but this was the moment that I received like this intense amount of appreciation. And that began my journey into the space, honestly. That was the most pivotal moment and since then, I was able to align with many brands and projects in the space, including Fame Lady Squad. I was immediately invited to be on their podcast. I'm on episode two of Fame Lady Squad, which is one of the first female-led NFT projects in the space. 
And that was an absolute honor. And then since then, I was able to connect with them even further. And we developed out a collaboration project. And that began my my journey in creating custom spoken word flows to elevate brands and projects, including I've worked with Fame Lady Squad, Tribe X, Amazing Woman NFT, and other countless projects in the space to elevate their brand and projects through spoken word. And so that's one of the things that I've done. I've flown on multiple stations, including sharing the stage with Gary Vaynerchuk and Mark Cuban at the North American Bitcoin Conference, along with other events in the space, as well as creating custom spoken word flows to elevate brands and projects. I've also founded a program called Pivot to NFTs, which is a program in which I guide other service providers and pivoting their services to provide value to the space. It's a very accelerated program. In four weeks, we dial in how you're mindfully going to show up for the space. And then we get you dialed in and building community and really getting it going with dropping an NFT project with utility and really building the way you are going to show up in the space so that you can set yourself up for success. And on top of that, I've also shifted or pivoted my radio show to a podcast. So back then I had a radio show. This was back in early last year. I had a radio show called Golden Sessions with Doc Peace where I interviewed creatives. And once I discovered the Web3 space, I said, there's already enough people interviewing creatives. I want to set my platform up to interview NFT creatives. I want to provide a platform for others who are shining in this space, and I want to highlight their stories. And I want to learn from them as well. So I shifted my radio show to feature only NFT creatives. And the, the name now is Golden Meta Sessions with Doc Peace, where I interview NFT creatives. They share doses of inspo, how they're creatively expressing so that you can find and achieve your own version of success in Web3. And so that's a little bit about what I've currently done. And I'd love to share more about what I'm working on. But before I do, I know that you probably have questions on all that I just shared right now. <laughs> this episode of Freedom with NFTs was funded through a grant from the NEAR Foundation. To learn more about how the NEAR Foundation is building the future of the creator economy, visit NEAR.org. N-E-A-R dot O-R-G. You just shared so much information on what you have done, but in through that sharing of the information, so many insights into what it's taken you to achieve what you have. And first of all, I just want to say congratulations to what you have done in the space. Something I want to hone in on is in the Web3 space, why do you think there is such a difference in how creative expression is received? versus the web two space. It stunts that creative expression because you're not seeing others who are creatively expressing. So to answer your question, the biggest reason why I feel like there's such a difference in the web two space versus the web three space in terms of creative expression is because more people are doing it. And so it's become the norm here in this space. Absolutely. It is the norm here. And I'm so thankful that we have this space to creatively express. So what are you currently building right now in the Web3 space? Ooh, what am I building? So there are a couple of different projects that I'm working on. One project that I'm really excited about is producing a Web3 TV talk show series in which I bring on NFT creatives. Similar to the podcast, 
but more in a visual sense. And so imagine this golden set. We're wearing NFT fashion. We're having this incredible NFT discussion on their projects and their creative expression and their journey into the space. And you can visualize this. You can see this. You can experience what it is that they're creating. And this is what I want to provide to my community that hasn't yet given themselves permission to pivot into the space. Many people think that the Web3 space is already built out, that there's no room for them, that it's already done. It's, it's already laid in gold and just paved out and set. They don't realize that there's room. They don't realize all the different ways in which you can add value to the space. This actually brings me to the story that I've shared a couple times in which my colleague approached me. He messaged me about a month or so ago, and he said, Peace, can you ask a question to this individual that I see you're connected with on LinkedIn? I just got laid off from my job. He got laid off from the same job that I got laid off a few years ago. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> and he was like, I just got laid off, laid off from my job and I'm looking for another opportunity. And I see that you're connected with a gal on LinkedIn. And I'm curious to know how she likes the position that she has so that I could apply if she enjoys it. And I said, of course, of course, I'll do this for, for you, my friend. But have you considered NFTs? Have you considered pivoting? Of course, I had to ask. And so when I asked this question, I wasn't really expecting the, the response because I know he's been following me diligently on social. So he knows what I'm doing. This isn't something novel for him. This wasn't a surprise for me to ask him that. And so he responded, peace, I have nothing to offer the metaverse. And for me, that was like, whoa, okay. Especially the fact that he's a period, like end of conversation. And so it showed me a couple things here. It showed me that, okay, when I get those types of responses, I know that there's no curiosity in play. And I only lean into the conversation if I see some curiosity there. And then secondly, there was a misconception in the fact that he had nothing to offer. The misconception in the fact that it was already built out and that there was no values or no other gifts, skill sets, or talents that he could offer. And coming from a pharmacy background, with me being a pharmacist myself and me being able to provide so many tools and skill sets and insights into the space, leveraging my pharmacy career, I knew that that wasn't true. And so that was really eye-opening for me. And so with that being said, I realized the importance of really giving people a, a sense for what's happening in the space, some ideas for how they can creatively express, some actual like images and samples so that they could see for themselves what was happening. Not just listen to it, but actually see. And so this is what this Web3 TV talk show series seeks to do. So I'm really excited to start working on that. And then on top of that, I'm also building out this empowerment hub called Metagold. And Metagold seeks to really empower women in Web3 specifically, because I've noticed that there is a huge difference in the way that men show up in the space versus the way that women show up in the space. And that is likely attributed to the fact that there are more men in the space. Don't quote me on the statistics, but there's 
85% or so men in the space. That's a small, small amount of women. That's a huge, we are now a minority in the space. And given that I am actually a Black woman in the space, I'm even more of a minority in the space. And so one thing that I'm super uh, passionate about, and I use spoken word as one of these modalities to empower, I'm very passionate about empowering others to continue making forward steps on their journeys. And so I want to build out this empowerment hub specifically designed for women in Web3 to continuously empower them to continue making forward steps so that they can load up their empowerment tool chest with the tools that they need to actually continuously get it going. So back in January, I was featured in Forbes providing a four-part prescription on how to transform your mindset from powerless to powerful, even when it feels impossible. And it was very well received. So this is an example, again, of one of the tools that I want to provide to my community members. And so MetaGold will consist of two different components. The first being a spoken word NFT collection that gives holders access to these empowerment tools, coaching, support, as well as the first ever spoken word metaverse. So imagine yourself being immersed with mindfulness, where you drop into this metaverse and you are immersed with the spoken word audio and these visuals that allow you to tap in deeper with your soul so that you can continuously making these forward steps. And so that is what I envision building out here with MetaGold. And we are currently in the fundraising stage to build out this program. I recall about a month or so ago, we pitched Harmony on stage at a live one pitch event where we had the investors on the stage and a live audience. And I had the opportunity of sharing MetaGold and it was very well received. So I'm happy to share that we did receive some initial funds to get this project underway, but we're actually in the fundraising phase to obtain more funds so that we could make this project happen. We could make it the vision come to fruition. Absolutely incredible what you are creating in the Web3 space. I know both of these platforms are going to have such a major impact. I'm so proud of you as a friend, your former business coach, someone who has known you for, I don't know, six, seven years at this point to see how you've pivoted from being a pharmacist to being a business coach, spoken word, and now truly in the Web3 space amplifying all of your gifts and skills. Before we wrap this interview up, I'm curious, what advice would you give people who are just learning about NFTs? The biggest advice that I'd give you if you are curious about learning about NFTs and you're wanting to start on this journey would be to do this golden exercise. I want you to write out four, seven, let's make it seven, of your innate gifts. And these are things that you were you are born with. You may have heard time and time again throughout your life, wow, you make that look easy. <laughs> and you probably brushed it off and said, can't everyone do that? But the thing is that no, not everyone can do that. That's your gift. So I want you to write out seven, at least seven of your innate gifts, seven of your expert skill sets. And these are things that you may have learned while working in, for example, a corporate job or any nine to five job or any position, if you are a small business owner, for example, any position that you had a set of tasks that you would do day in and day out. 
and you can now do them with your eyes closed. These are your skill sets. And then next would be to write out seven of your talents. And these are things that you felt such a deep calling to spend hours, days, years (laughs) honing in. And I want you to give yourself permission to really be honest and true to yourself. Write out at least seven gifts, seven expert skill sets, seven talents. This is your golden gratitude list, as I like to call it. These are the things that you are, that we all should be grateful for this set of gifts, skill sets, and talents, but we don't often give ourselves permission to really identify what they are. This is how you are going to show up in Web3. This is how you are going to begin to make those forward steps in the space. Because rather than seeing what others are doing and then duplicating what they're doing, this is completely different because when you duplicate, you're not taking into account that they have a different set of skill sets, gifts, and talents as you do. And so this allows you to show up and stay in your lane in in the best sense of that phrase where you are aligning how you're showing up with your innate set of gifts, expert skills, and talents, realizing that no one else has the exact same set of gifts, expert skills, and talents as you do. And that is one of the ways in in which I was able to show up in the space and establish myself as one of the lead female spoken word artists in the space because I gave myself permission to identify this gift of spoken word and move forward with it in the space. Thank you so much, Peace, for that strategic answer on how new people can show up in the NFT space. Speaking of spoken word, I'm curious, would you perform Freedom with NFTs for the Freedom with NFTs audience? Stand up for it. Let's take that collective breath together in and out. Light variations code differently on the blockchain, meaning my token cannot be duplicated. It all started for me with the Van Gogh-inspired painting. I made 25 of them. I paired them together with some poetic lines, and voila, at the age of 12, I was an unpublished author. True story. The Midnight Show was a young girl's declaration that she would one day shine and the world would take notice. But creativity was frowned upon. My story cannot be duplicated. Fast forward 20 odd years. Enter the world of non-fungible tokens. A space where creatives create a new world which celebrates creativity and handsomely rewards it. I said a new world where creativity is celebrated and handsomely rewarded. A community who sign on each day with GM and actually mean it. Good morning, my friends. My work cannot be duplicated. It's ironic, really. I broke free from pharmacy, embraced my creativity, and found freedom with NFTs. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you, Doc Peace, for blessing the Freedom with NFTs audience with your spoken word, Freedom with NFTs. It's been an honor to have you as a guest on Freedom with NFTs. I'm curious, how can we stay in touch with you? Yes, thank you so very much for having me. I'm honored to connect deeper with the Freedom with NFTs community. You can connect with me on Twitter at MetaDocPeace, that is M-E-T-A-D-O-C-P-E-A-C-E, MetaDocPeace on Twitter. Send me a DM, give me a follow, and let's connect further. Thank you so much for being on the Freedom with NFTs podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Turton. And as always, get informed and get involved. I'm your host, Lauren Turton, and it's been an honor to show up for you in this format and support you on your journey in creating your version of freedom with NFTs and Web3 technology. Please share this episode with your community so we can onboard and educate more people so that the masses can leverage and implement this technology. And don't forget... Get informed and get involved.